Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we talk about every Nick Cage movie. We watch the movies in chronological order so that you don't have to. I am your host, Steve. With me, as always, is my co-host, Hannah Martin. Hannah, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I caught up on a lot of sleep this weekend and got to watch a Nick Cage movie. So yeah, yeah, all we had, as well. Yeah, we had a really lazy weekend. We watched like three or four movies in a row. Yeah. Um, not all Nicolas Cage. We needed a bit of a palate cleanser. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this week we are talking about uh, Nick Cage's second movie, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. A lot of folks might be kind of... Um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Surprised. Surprised. Yes. <laughs> Sur- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot of folks might be kind of surprised that Nick Cage is in this movie. Um, and he actually plays a really small character called Brad's Bud in the uh, credits. So, um, not a huge role. So it might not be a long episode this time. But um, we have a few things that we want to go over. We'll hit. Make sure that we hit those Nick Cage scenes for you. And, um, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, where is Nicolas Cage at this point in his life? This movie was filmed in what, 1981, 1982? I think 82. Um, so Nick Cage was 17 years old. Right. And was the youngest cast member in this movie. Um, only cast member under the age of 18. Which seems kind of weird because, you know, you, he, you know, is the only one in the high school movie who's not high school age. But it's a high school movie with some explicit. Yeah, that's true. Like the nature is. Uh, yeah, there's a, a lot mature. of explicit behavior. There's sex and drugs and rock and roll and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but he was 17, but lied about his age in order to get cast in this movie. And originally, <laughs> he was supposed to play Brad, who ended up being played by uh, Judge Reinhold, who. I think that may have also been his first role or his first big role. Yeah, this movie really launched a lot of the uh, of careers. People like um, Judge Reinhold, um, Sean Penn, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, it was Forrest Whitaker's first, first movie too. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage's second movie. Nick Cage's second movie. It really launched his career. <laughs> <laughs> this, him being in the background as ba- Brad's bud. <laughs> right, so he was originally supposed to play Brad. Right, yeah. But the filmmakers just put him in this background role as Brad's bud because... During the audition process, they said that the improvisations that he did were too weird. Oh my god, that is so on brand for our boy. I would love to see a video of him auditioning for this. I wonder if it exists because the character of Brad is kind of like this normal guy. He's kind of nerdy. He's like he's just he's like honestly kind of responsible. Like, he's like he has a yeah. job and then he's a responsible guy. He's, he's the, a very normal guy. Employee of the month at this yeah. burger joint. That's not Nick. No. He has a car. <laughs> right. Just right. like a guy. Yeah, he's just a guy. With a girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know. Not Nick. No, no. So this movie did pretty well uh, critically. I think it also did pretty well at the box office, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really of a time in the 80s. It really, for a lot of people, is really nostalgic for that uh, high school in, in the 80s and mall culture and, you know, who's dating who and all that good stuff. So what are some of the numbers for the movie? What is the uh, Rotten Tomatoes and that sort of thing? So on IMDb, it has 7.2 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes is 78%. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not um, Academy Award level, but, uh, you know, I think, like I said, it's it's really nostalgic for some people yeah. uh, for this time. So we've covered a, a, a 
brief story about Nicolas Cage being weird, which we always like to include in the beginning. Um, last week was his story telling his uncle that he'll show you, I'll show you acting. <laughs> and um, this one is that his improv and his audition was just <sighs> so weird that uh, they they had to put it in the background. <laughs> so uh, 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 an article came out in the New York Times this week where Nicolas Cage said that he got a lot of inspiration from his pet cobras. And also inspiration from a commercial that John Stamos did in the 80s, maybe 70s or 80s that John Stamos did for leggings or something like that. I don't know. It's like pants. Uh, so John, yeah, so, we know what leggings are. No, no, no. I mean, like, I know what leggings <laughs> No, I know what leggings are, but I don't know what the commercial was for. Oh. The product was like eggs, L apostrophe E-G-G-S. So I don't know yeah, if it was an it's egg. It's like a pantyhose. Brand. It's a pantyhose. That's what it I was. I don't know why... <laughs> John Stamos is in a pantyhose commercial. Yeah, no, me neither. But apparently Nicolas Cage got a lot of inspiration from that. Mm-hmm. And there's a great New York Times uh, article that came out this week. So give it a read. It's wild. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll cover all of the topics in the article throughout the course of this podcast. Not not today's podcast, but our, our overall podcast. All the weird purchases that he made in different years in his career. Oh, yeah. like Because um, those are all, well, let's save it. But those are all noted yeah. in this article and wild. led to some of his issues in the future. Oh my god, wild. <laughs> so, um, we can start going through the movie if you want, unless you have any other stories you want to tell. No, that's that's it in that yeah. article that I found. Cool. No, that's a, that's a great story. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, overall plot, I think the movie can be really summed up, like we've been saying, that it's really just high schoolers, a group of high schoolers in the 80s. And, and in that sense, and probably in that sense alone, uh, the two movies that we've reviewed so far are very similar. Mm-hmm. Best of Times and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. This uh, has... Um like those brat pack movies i feel like it has the similar nostalgia that some of those movies mm-hmm. have like uh 16 candles yeah breakfast definitely. club those kinds of movies yeah yeah um yeah so you know overall uh we also mentioned some of the performances some of the careers of uh like your sean penn and and um J- jennifer jason lee um I do regret to inform you all the listening audience i maybe i mentioned this already but there are no lines from Nicolas Cage. We see him three times throughout the movie and we'll go through those and we'll also do like we did last week where we talk about some of the more notable scenes. Um, but, you know, it's a it's a pretty classic, iconic movie. So, you know, you should probably watch it anyway. People probably know the, the iconic scenes. Yeah. Phoebe Cates getting out of the pool and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so let me see here. Some of the early notes that I wrote down was uh, overall this movie's got a really great soundtrack. Uh, really well cast. We've mentioned a few times. It's a Cameron Crowe movie. His movies are are generally uh, really well done, really well written. Yeah, so everybody in the movie works at this mall, and um, Jennifer Jason Leigh is like working at this sandwich shop or pizza pizza, pizza, pizza shop, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So one of the early scenes is that she, as a fifteen year old, goes and hits on a twenty six year old and yeah, they're patron like, at the restaurant. Yeah, they're like romantically involved for the first couple she of She lies and says she's not That's true. And she's actually in real life like twenty two or something, but so it's not that right. weird. Because the only person under eighteen was Nick Cage. Was uh, was Nick Cage, yeah. Cause, and he lied. He was like, I'm totally eighteen. Trust me, I can play high school. Judge Reinhold is Jennifer Jason Lee's brother and Judge Reinhold works at the All American Burger. So the first scene that we see Nicolas Cage is there's this kind of nerdy guy and he wants to work at the All American Burger, and I think in makes, order to pick up girls. Yeah, I think mixed in with this conversation, maybe it was an earlier conversation where this nerdy guy, and this happened in Best of Times, 
where the nerd goes like, oh man, I just wish I knew how to pick up girls. Can I work at your burger joint so I'm successful like you? Because he's actually pretty successful. He's employee of the month. He's got a really hot car. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I said hot car. <laughs> car was damn hot. It was hot. Fire hot. It's hot. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the first time we see Nick Cage is they're all standing around in the group and the nerd is trying to convince Judge Reinhold to give him a job. And so after the nerd leaves, Judge Reinhold turns to Nick Cage, puts his arms out. His and, bud. His bud. Brad's bud. <laughs> and he puts his arms out. You can almost see his mouth move like he's about to say something. And then it cuts. So <laughs> Nick Cage's scene definitely got cut. I don't know if it got cut because of the version we watched because it was on TV. Or if... I like to think it got cut because he improved he's something just, so weird. <laughs> he just pretended to be a snake or something. And it was like, cut, Nick. <laughs> what are you doing? You're fired. And he's like, my uncle's Francis Ford Coppola. And it's like, oh, God, okay, you're fine. Just be in the background. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you in the credits. Actually, at the end, I wrote a note too. He's the he's in the main section of credits. He is. He's like yeah, they're right, one of the right last before names. before the credits yeah. like roll. Yeah. When they just before list they fade to black. Yeah. Before it fades to black and the credits roll and they have all of the extras and everything like that. He's like the second to last name on the list. Right, right. Yeah, so, so he got real credit, even though he doesn't have any lines. Right, and, and I mean, I guess that's why we're, we watched it because if he was uncredited, we probably, probably wouldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, probably wouldn't even been on IMDb. Right, right. Yeah, so after that scene, um, we realized pretty early on, maybe about halfway through the movie, that this movie does definitely not pass the Bechtel test. So I think you have some of that information up, Hannah. Do you want to? Um, yeah, let me pull it up. Yeah. Bit. Okay, so the Bechtel test is a measure of representation of women in fiction, and it asks whether a work features at least two women who talk about, to each other, about something other than a man. Right, right. Yeah, so a lot of movies don't pass the Bechtel test. I don't think any Harry Potter movie, or I don't think any Star Wars movie passed the Bechtel test. I'm not 100% sure on those. And it doesn't have to be, like, romantic, it's just right. involve it, something involving so, a man. Yeah, and it's not really a measure of how good a movie is. It's just kind of something, like you said, it's it's how women are portrayed in fiction. And <laughs> like we said early on, it's obvious that this movie does not pass the Bechtel test because whenever Jennifer Jason Leigh and Phoebe Cates are talking to each other, they're, it's only about they're talking about men and sex, and it's just, they're obsessed with they, it. They, like, have a scene where they have carrots in their mouths oh and my God. are showing each other how to do blowjobs. In the middle of in the, the cafeteria. In the middle of the cafeteria, and then a bunch of, like, thirsty guys are watching, and then they all, like, stand up and cheer after yeah. they, like, bite the carrot. <laughs> right. There's a lot of things wrong with that scene, but... The primary thing wrong with that scene is that Nicolas Cage isn't in it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm disappointed that they kept that, but they cut Nick's scene. Right? I know. I know. Um, another thing that kind of struck us as well was they have these characters. Two of the characters are two teachers. And one is this kind of snooty history teacher who's always ripping on um, Sean Penn because Sean Penn's always late to his class or he's shirtless or he's high or he orders a pizza yeah he orders a pizza to (laughs) class which i think became like a major prank of the time to order a pizza to to class i i read a few reviews of people being like oh man a kid in my class did that and it was so funny it was probably inspired by the movie definitely yeah it's a move for sure oh yeah yeah we we actually noticed a few times and I, i made a note here that there are some pretty smart moves that sean penn does even though he plays the oh, dumb yeah. character. He he crashes um, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker's, Whitaker's car. car. And Forrest Whitaker is like the 
He's like the star football the player. The star football player. And the and their football team, like in every high school movie, is playing their rival football team the next day. So it's like this whole build up, like all the cheerleaders are, you know, getting the crowd excited at pep rallies and things like that. And they're all talking about the football game the next day. So because it's this like rival football team, when Sean Penn crashes this car, he is like, oh no, man, like, what am I going to do? It, and then he's like in the car with with Forrest Whitaker's brother, who's like, my brother's gonna kill you. So what Sean Penn ends up doing, which like I thought was actually pretty it's smart, genius. it's yeah. very smart. He like put, he puts the car like in the school parking lot and spray paints all over the car, like whatever the name of their school is, like Lincoln sucks or fast. Ridgemont. Oh, Ridgemont. <laughs> <laughs> Ridgemont High. <laughs> What's the name of that What's school of again? School? Mm. I think the rival school was Lincoln. The so rival was, like, was Lincoln. Lincoln rules. Like Ridgemont sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F you, like something like that. Yeah, so it was really smart. So like he got away with it. Yeah, and so between that and ordering the pizza and then like um, you know a couple other things that he passed the class. Yeah, well at least we assume he did, yeah. he does. Yeah. So, the teacher tells him that he does. Oh, yeah. yeah. That he, was the a, teacher shows up to his house and, like, yeah. wastes his time. He's like, well, you wasted my time during class, so I'm going to waste your time at home. What a move. What a power <laughs> move. crazy. What a power move That's by the history team. Right yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the next time we see Nicolas Cage is uh, he's really in the background for two seconds. They're at the All-American Burger. Um, Judge Reinhold is actually getting fired in the scene from his job that he loves at the All-American Burger because he's really good at it, I guess. And Nick Cage is just in the background flipping burgers, and when he gets fired, he looks up at the camera and goes, Ooh, God. And, he doesn't uh, say anything. He doesn't say anything, but that's the kind of face he gives. Um, like, row. <laughs> yeah, you wanted me to point out that uh, there's a really funny bit about this scene where the, the complaining customer that gets Judge Reinhold fired He's complaining because there's a 100% guarantee. Um, but the sign just says 100% guarantee breakfast. So he comes up and he's like, I want my money back. Your sign says 100% guaranteed. Right, but guaranteed what? But it, just like... says, it doesn't say like guaranteed money back, 100% guaranteed you'll enjoy the breakfast, 100% guaranteed fresh. fresh. It just says 100% guaranteed breakfast. Yeah. So you know that what you're getting is breakfast. Is breakfast. <laughs> 100 percent. it makes zero sense <laughs> Zero. <laughs> but um yeah so another kind of funny scene too um jennifer jason lee is trying to hook up with this one guy who's again another kind of nerdy guy in the movie and she's doing everything right you know she's being very seductive what have you she calls him into her, her bedroom she's got a silk robe on and then she goes why don't you sit down and we can look at some photo albums of me as a child. <laughs> Later in the movie, they, you know, break up or whatever. They get back together and she's like, here, I want you to have this to remember me by. And, and it's, it's just a picture just of a her. Just a picture of her. <laughs> so it's like, I wrote down the quote that you said. Not like a naked picture. No, no, like, no. I mean, maybe like it was in the edited oh, version. Maybe. I don't know. It was just like a high school yearbook picture. Right. Yeah, but I wrote down the thing that you said after that. You go, what is this bitch obsessed with photographs for? <laughs> so it's just such a weird move. Um, but I mean, overall, we did like the movie, but there are there are some weird some weird moments. Do we talk about the science teacher? Oh, yeah. So we started talking about the history teacher, and then we got sidetracked. So the other teacher is the science teacher, who's also a weird guy. Uh, he's got, like, a monkey in his class. Like a pet... Like a class monkey. Like a class monkey. Like, like, do you take care of that? Do you have to take that home? Like, it's when a... I was in first grade, yeah, we had a class hamster, 
or one of the other classes had a class hamster. I think I remember being very jealous of that class. Well, but yeah, can sure. you imagine if think the, of the responsibility. If the class pet was a monkey and taking that home on the weekend? Tear you to shreds, man. That thing would absolutely you destroy me you, your home. You're telling me you wouldn't let it out of its cage? Of course I'd let it out of its cage. Of course I'd want it on my shoulder as I went to the mall and stuff like that. That'd be awesome. But yeah, so this science teacher is really aloof, and he looks like a science teacher. Absolutely. He's a creepy looking. I cannot I forget imagine the name of the this actor. man no. ever playing any other character than a science teacher. So the final scene, uh, this will be kind of wrapping up here, is it's during the big football game. Forrest Whitaker is tearing through the uh, the other team, Lincoln, and you just see Nick Cage cheering for a second in the background. So. Um, yeah, after that, I, I made kind of my final note here, which is that a lot like Best of Times, where it got really real for a second with Nick Cage talking about how he wants to go to war in in Best of Times, Fast Times at Ridgemont High got, gets really real for like 15 minutes and then goes back to being zany. Like Jennifer Jason Lee is, she gets pregnant and she has to have an abortion and fortunately she's got a really supportive brother. Fortunately, fortunately for her, it's not Nicolas Cage. Because <laughs> it could have been, apparently. Right. But then it just kind of goes back to being wacky. They go to the hospital and be like, oh, this aloof history teacher and Sean Penn, he's so stoned. And it's just kind of a weird turn for the movie. But um, yeah, so the, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, what we did last week, which I don't know that we'll really be able to do this week, is kind of talk about some Nick Cage awards for this movie. Um, best Nick Cage scene, worst Nick Cage scene. They're all kind of the worst because he doesn't say anything. If I had to pick a best, it would be the first one because it was probably the best because there was probably a scene that got cut. Yeah, I mean, I imagine the best Nick Cage scene was his audition. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The story of Nick Cage auditioning for Brad is the best Nick Cage scene. Um, he doesn't have any screams. Maybe when he looks at the camera and is like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't say anything. No. But... Yeah. 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 So he doesn't no scream. Screaming. There's really no, like, we can't do a best dressed because he was in the <laughs> overalls or whatever last week. But... <laughs> he was <laughs> um, just wearing a uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Just wearing a uniform. And, and then wearing I don't know, 80s <clears throat> like, clothes. Yeah, pretty generic. Clothes. Yeah. Yeah, so any closing thoughts? Any uh, anything you, you anything else that maybe we missed in this discussion of the movie? No, let's rank let's rank uh, whether we enjoyed best of times or fast times. Or... <laughs> yeah, so uh, at the end of our episodes we're gonna rank which ones we're gonna try to keep a running list of where each of these movies fall. Obviously with only two movies, I think best of times is better. I think it's more entertaining um, overall. But that's simply because I didn't go to high school in the 80s, so I don't really know. Like, I, I have mean, no nostalgia. Fast Times at Richmond High is clearly a better movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, without question. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I could question it. <laughs> but this is a Nick Cage podcast, yeah. so I have to give it to Best of Times. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think I agree. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. So, you know, our that's our one-two is Best of Times and Fast Times at Richmond High. Um Next week is a movie called Valley Girl. Uh, he's on the poster, so I think he's the male lead. I'm uh, so excited. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I've ne- I don't know anything about this movie, and I don't want to know anything until mm-hmm. we get into it. Um, oh, and he, blind. We're going to be blind. He's, he's wearing like a vest and a bow tie or something Hell and yeah, no shirt is. in the Hell, poster. Yeah, he And is. I think sunglasses, and I think his hair is all crazy. 
Yeah, and it's like, oh, she's from the valley, and he's a punk from the city. How will these two get along? But they find love or something like that. So, yeah, that'll be good. But, yeah, I think that's everything for this week. And now you know why the Nick Cage bird sings. I love that. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Leave. (laughs) Get a life. Don't subscribe.